I think I'm drunk. to Minds at Yerk. I'm Megan. I'm speechless. I'm Tim. I'm Melvin. And I'm Tequila Sally. <laughs> How's everybody doing tonight? I uh, had a root canal this week and I read this book. And which one am I more likely to repeat willingly? The root canal. Yeah. Mm. Otherwise good. <laughs> This book was the hottest of garbage. This book tied it all together, just like I said. <laughs> <laughs> I won't hear another word against it. <laughs> to be clear, the it is a noose around our collective <laughs> psyches. <laughs> That's valid. How was your week, Meg? This is going to be the book I talk about in therapy next week. It'll be great. <laughs> I'm glad someone's talking about this book in therapy because the characters fucking need to. Yeah, my, at least my therapist is used to me being like, hey, I read this book. Let me tell you how it relates. So that's good, at least. But yeah. How's everybody else? Tired from work. But today was good. Today was lazy day. Today is Cinco de Drinko. Yeah. 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 I got nothing. Mm. I got new <laughs> comics. Nice. I think I might have fallen asleep four times today. Like four what? separate naps. It might have been you the greatest bitch. day in history. Yeah. You suck <laughs> yeah. so much. I just kept waking up and like, ah, oh, I went out again. You right. may have a carbon monoxide leak. <laughs> it's not also insomnia. True. It's not insomnia if you call it an achievement. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the style of my day. I didn't move much. I hate you. I think I mm. actively hate you. <laughs> There's no more passive. Oh, Tim, you're so funny, but fuck you. <laughs> no, no, now I just hate you. Oh, I appreciate the time that we were at least doing the passive thing for a while. <laughs> yeah, we've now graduated to full on aggressive. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what would we do without Jill? Um, Be less tangibly upset. Yeah. I really hope that the people listening to this recording can just like feel just just the the tension and the palpable justness that this book has laid over us. Uh, And I also have a confession to make. I stopped reading this book because I had to for my own sanity. Same. And now our aggression all turns <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> I, as we, I just couldn't. As we wish we had make the, made the same <laughs> yeah. choices as Jen and Meg. I just, I just, okay. Whoa. I mean, okay, I'm so that Jenna stopped for a similar reason, which is a verbally abusive person in their life. Yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. book was gold. Huh. Solid gold. I do not know. <laughs> What you guys are even talking about. Chris, how much have you drank tonight, though? Hang on a second. Not enough. <laughs> Not enough. 
to pull off these lies that I'm saying, but <laughs> I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep shoveling them at you. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> since since some of the group didn't finish the book, I should summarize it, right? Yes, please, God. Okay, all right. Jill has self-esteem issues because her mom is terrible. Jill has a friend, Molly. Jill turns into Molly. She has the more the power to morph because I don't know. They go to a concert hall where a gang of crooks is hiding diamonds at a concert hall because I don't know. The police don't believe them. They go to the concert the next day and the crooks show back up for the diamonds because I don't know. They take like everyone hostage and Jill makes a ton of bad plans. She pulls a fire alarm so the SWAT team shows up because I don't know. She morphs a cop and a teacher and a crook and maybe some others. I don't know. Then she convinces 2,000 kids and senior citizens to revolt against the crooks. And her mom goes to therapy and Jill goes to live with Molly. So each I don't know was a nap, right? No, no. The naps were all after I finished the book. Oh. The, the, the I don't knows were like, huh? Like, we didn't even bother to come up with, like, that's how over this book series the writer was. Like, he didn't even care anymore at this point to make reasons why stuff happened. It just happened. And this thing was so bad. So before we... Ghostwritten. Okay, the ghostwriter was so... Like, okay, so we had a guy who was like, hey, I want to cash in on Animorphs. So he, he writes four books, and then he's like, man, I'm really tired of doing this. So he gets somebody else to do it. And that guy writes two books. And by the two books, that guy is just like, man, I am done with this garbage. <laughs> but we don't get paid unless I write six books. So let me just put some words on some paper. And that was this book. Before we get too much further in, uh, I feel like in the off chance we actually get to it, we should probably throw out a content warning for not just verbally, yeah. but physically abusive yeah. parents. Mm -hmm. Like there is active child abuse in this book. Yeah. Like just, just, just don't, please don't read this book. Yeah. It's yeah. Not don't good. read this book. Like, like most of the books have like this, like the other five books have this like sort of like B movie quality, at least they're so bad. They're kind of fun. This one isn't. It's just not. Well, I feel like it was so bad that we knew it was going to be fun to talk about it. This one was so bad. I don't ever want to talk about this. Again. Yeah. Yeah. If you want a book where a child is being verbally and emotionally abused and develops magic powers because of that. Matilda. Yes. Yeah. Please. God. Yes. Yeah. They, they, here are, here are ways that they explain Jill being able to morph. You're really smart. So I guess your brain can do that. Yeah. Yeah. And legit. then, then like a hundred pages in, just in case for this book's many, many, many flaws, uh, anyone was concerned that we wouldn't get to sneak a little racism in this one. Her uh, teacher's like, oh, you uh, know, I've read about some people in Africa who can yes. do this. That. Like, I've never had a line in a book punch me in the face, but that one did. It's still not a fucking explanation. It doesn't no. tell us anything we didn't know. It's no. just racism for the sake of sneaking some racism in. Yep. Yep. At I... least when we got the indigenous racism in the other one, it had some connection to the plot or what was going on. 
I just want to say as someone who is redheaded and freckled, fuck this book. Yeah, also that. Like from first also page. That. I'm just going to say. What as are was, you guys even talking about? This is oh, solid shit. gold. Chris read the wrong book. There was nothing at Damn all Chris. wrong with this book. Chris, Vegemorphs <laughs> I can't is, even is... say it with a straight face. <laughs> Vegemorphs is not this episode, man. Oh, no. <laughs> Dude, the blue book, not the green and blue book. I am so excited for Veggie Morphs. <laughs> That's I'm, ju- I'm just moving on. on the joke. That one at least appears to be in on the joke. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Feel like it's going to be the space balls of uh, of animorphs. I sure yeah. hope so. It literally cannot be worse than this. Like we at can agree on that, right? Yeah. No, mm-hmm. it can't. I mean, I can definitely think of some tropes that this is missing, but. Only because you would not be able to put those in a children's book in the 90s. I also hate, I hate that this was the last one we read. I really yeah, wish I, no. Dolphin Bay was the last one that we read. I if love, we had read this sooner, we would have stopped. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That's See, point. I was going to say, I love that this is the last one we read because it means we don't have to read anymore. Yeah. But that's a better point. If this were the first one we read, we'd have only read this one. I'm sure yeah. that was uh, strategically planned, um, too, by the self-publisher. I do enjoy that there's an ad for book one. Like, you can continue the circle <laughs> if you want. Just, like, it's, it's an eternal loop. <laughs> so we should just go back and read the first one. Let's do it. This is it. This is it. Guys, we have been cursed by Zeus. Oh, oh no. It's our hell loop. I this did is have our a Sisyphus. Moment. <laughs> every every day we push a humanomorphs book up a hill and have to read it and then it just goes back down I did have a moment when they were uh getting quote unquote arrested for false <laughs> accusations or for, for lying to the police where i was like i should ask my mom what she would have done if this had happened and then i was like I know what my mother would do if I was in jail. I don't need to ask her. It's okay. <laughs> That's okay. That is not something I'm going to bring up. It's been 15 years. That's okay. While we're talking about they're getting arrested, do we want to mention the horrible cop who is just <laughs> super, super verbally abusive and harasses these girls over and over again? But also is super fit and can jump like Michael Jordan. No, I don't want to mention that. <laughs> no. <laughs> like yeah, I'm no. like I'm I'm legit like you, like y'all know. I I like everything. Like I do. Like I thought the last five books were fun. Like they were not good, but they were fun. This book is bad. And I don't remember the last time I read something that I was like, "Man, that's just all the way bad." Can okay. I just say to there's an oh, op- I'm sorry, Alex, go ahead. No, go ahead, please. I was just going to say like in one of the opening scenes, she uh the main character Jill like wakes up and or whatever she's in her room right and she's like she doesn't ha- she can't see or whatever like doesn't have her glasses on or something right so her so her vision's a little blurry and she looks in the mirror and she's like oh my gosh i'm i look just like my best friend molly molly has dark hair and yeah. she's much thinner than her and no freckles right? right she has red hair and freckles and i'm thinking there's no way because i can't see at all without my glasses mm-hmm. And if I looked in the mirror, because I have blonde hair, and I would think, oh my gosh, I'm Tim. 
Look at my beard. I'm suddenly I'm suddenly able to grow a beard at 45. I, I want to nitpick one thing and what you just said though, Chris. She's not any heavier, any fatter, whatever shitty word we want to choose than Molly. It makes very clear she is in the same, if not better, shape than Molly. Right. Yeah. That's how she described herself, though. As all as I. Yeah. That's that's yeah. There's a there's like, a context that she puts on it. That's the, you know? trauma. The yeah. like the flagrant body dysmorphia that this trauma has visited yeah. on this poor girl. That's not really a topic I want to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> Moving on. on. Just awful. Yeah. Just awful. Awful. I am going to go to our uh, maybe most effective well for finding co- finding something to comment on. Maybe. I offer one line, which is both uh, the most savage burn uh, Where did I put my phone? There's my phone. I offer a line which is the most savage burn I think has ever been written in a book uh, unintentionally. Molly had two wonderful parents, both of whom were good-looking and nice. Yikes. As opposed to... That single motherhood really does a toll. But I also want to point out, and this is, this is our usual well, if we can't get something out of this, it's game over for this book. Molly's parents are good-looking. Like you, you did cousin. text me about this. You did text me about this, and still, like, no, I, I don't. I really appreciate that you found this little nugget because you. It wasn't until this moment right now that I even got what you were where you were going oh, with it. My, God. <laughs> like when you texted me yesterday about that and was like, "Damn!" and I was like, "Yeah, I'm all about like let's play up the single white female." Let's talk about stalking because like that's the vibe I kind of get off this back cover is that like either Jill is in love with Molly and doesn't realize it or this is going to turn into a horror movie. And then it turned into all of my trauma. And I was like, cool. Yeah, the problem with the problem with trying to take any joy in this line is it is on page one. Yes. And everything (laughs) after it is just an absolute travesty of the English language. I mean, Any honestly, language. there's a moment where she turns into Molly and she's like, I guess we need to start pretending we're twins or like that was an option they could have done. And it's like, fuck it. Yeah, what's in the book now? Great. <laughs> cool. Guys, do you think the movable type printing press was a mistake? Oh, this book really made me question it. Yeah. yeah. No, I love books. <laughs> <laughs> Chris. Oh. You put all six of these in a little library. <laughs> Do you regret that now? I've done Are it they... multiple times. I've only <laughs> shown pictures of once. <laughs> Are they least... there? They're still no. there. You none don't of go them, none of them have been six? touched. Chris is like another state's answer to Googly Eyes Girl. No, Googly Eyes <laughs> Girl is doing the world a mitzvah. Chris <laughs> is like the Krampus to Googly Eyes Girl. <laughs> well, now that I've read this one, at least I may go back and just remove this one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you, bad books. This this one feels like just kind of bad everything. 
That's what I, I would I like. I don't hate Dolphin Bay. I hate this book. You know what I'm saying? Like Dolphin Bay, there yeah. was there was it was kooky enough to be fun. Yeah, going back, I bet we'd reread book one, and I'm not sure what if Dolphin Bay was book two or not. But those two mm-hmm. books just seem like so much fun. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I would I would welcome like, you know, go back to read those. I'd be so excited to do it if I could just erase this one from my mind. I'm reminded of a term from my uh, literary criticism classes in college. Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> this is Stockholm syndrome <laughs> setting in. It might be. Maybe I just feel bad because I kind of started this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, wait, we have the Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to... Um, I'm not even going to feel bad about it is I'm going to rip all of the pages out of this book and I'm just going to bind in like pamphlets about child abuse and depression and bipolar disorder and probably addiction (laughs) based on us still fucking reading it Um, and put it somewhere where someone has access to it. I think I'm just going to burn it. I'm going to go to the AMC burning. It was also the option. Yeah. Can we have AMC like a parking whole... lot, which is where we used to burn all of our ex's stuff. It was a ceremonial place. And I'm going to burn this fucking book. Can we have like a, a ritual? <laughs> Can we make it like yes. a thing? Uh, yes. A cleansing ritual. <laughs> like, I don't know what you do at cleansing rituals, like burn sage, I guess. Nobody tell him. Nobody. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to make this so good for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> don't open your fucking mouth. I'm first you need a hot tub dude no I'm gonna end up I'm gonna end up in a boat on wheels rolling through the parking lot like burning it's gonna become some kind of sort of that's so weird how did you get it on the first guess Tim wow it won't even be a boat it'll be like one of those wagons and Jen is just pulling it in the the behind the podcast documentary the opening scene will be Tim in his burning boat on wheels narrating you're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anything else about this book? Nope. No. Man, it's bad. Can mm-hmm. we can we can we at least look at the cover for a minute? Because I'd like to point out again. She's not a fucking redhead. No. <laughs> okay. The guy drew the living hell out of that cup she's holding. That makes has nothing to do with the story at all. And is that guy behind her holding money? No again, diamond. Like, Come on. Now that we've read this, I don't. No, the one she morphs into. Yeah. He's oh, I assume like that was an old bill. woman. I assumed that that was her morphing into her teacher. Andy Warhol? Which, by the way, when I read this, it was just four different versions of Andy Warhol. There was like muscular Andy Warhol. It, it was like when we were talking about the, the, the war versus the peace versions of me. That's how it was. It was like just alternate reality Andy Warhols. Like if you had to design a children's cartoon about the four Andy Warhols and they all needed different silhouettes, the Beagle Boys, but Andy Warhol, essentially. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. I was disappointed that there was no appearance of Chef Boyardee <laughs> after I was pretty sure that's who that was on the cover. Oh, even when she morphed into Chef Boyardee and there were two Chef Boyardees and they didn't take that opportunity to have two Chef Boyardees. Yeah. I'm just glad that nobody pointed out to her that if she hadn't pulled the fucking fire alarm when Maestro Andrews, which 
I'm reminded of the character from Seinfeld who always insisted on being called Maestro. Uh, when he convinced the the burglars, yeah, I already gave the diamonds to the police, they would have just left if she hadn't pulled the fire alarm and summoned the fire department and police and SWAT teams and helicopters. Half of this book was because she took action. That was the first thing John McClade tried in Die Hard too. was the fire alarms. That was all I could think of. <laughs> die Hard or Die Hard 2? Die Hard, the first one. So Die Hard as well. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Did I... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why on earth? Tim's like, yes, the other Die one Hard. That's what I said, Die Hard uh, 2. Oh. <laughs> See, I felt like it was a missed opportunity when she opened that air conditioner vent right. that she did not crawl into it as John McClane. I mean, what is the power here? Like, at least she can. No, I get I get that. But like, can she turn into John McClane? Like, at least the one book where like they got oh. dumped in nuclear goo. As long as she knows yeah. how he's turned into Michael Jordan. Apparently. Yeah. You know, yeah, there are no rules, apparently. She I just, just has to feel his feels. Mm-hmm. And, and she can definitely create guns and lethal bullets. Right? Like actual firing guns? Fuck. It's just she, her bones. She would so be she a perfect criminal. Yeah, I was, I was like, just create a bazooka and end this. Like, what are you doing? Like, Does the power go away at the end? No, she's just like, fuck it. I don't want to use this anymore. Yeah. This is kind of awkward. Can I yeah. just be me? I learned an important lesson today. I mean, I every book has had the main character that is unattractive and super geeky about something and only has one friend. This oh, one just oh, went, but oh, that's not oh, true. It's trauma. Meg, everybody oh. fucking loves Jill. Everyone oh, in her class adores her the moment that i saw that from molly i was like oh i can't keep reading this her charisma is like a perfect 20 (laughs) because at one point she walks into this theater that is half full with two thousand people which means it is the size of the fucking fox theater here in Mm -hmm. atlanta Mm -hmm. and convinces all of them in what i'm going to call the like laziest braveheart (laughs) speech yes to follow her because as a little old lady puts it well you know best and you wouldn't lead us into danger lays heart well how about just (laughs) how about the bad guys plan their plan to escape the cops is to go in there and beat up some elderly people (laughs) and some children yeah just pistol whip them people will be too busy taking care of the elderly people and the children with bloody faces so they can just slip right out the back door that was that was right like my my summary i just said this book is just full of bad plans like no no plan that anybody makes and this is a good plan there's a point where one of the red shirts was like i haven't killed anybody in a month let me do it and i was just like we need to unpack that by (laughs) (laughs) i mean the line i could not get over just leave the concert hall and make your getaway or whatever you people call it these days. Yeah. What? 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 What is this? <laughs> Dude was Who? pissed he had to write this. Let's be honest. That's, that's what it is. I'm telling you. It's oh. just a pissed off ghostwriter. But he didn't have to write it this badly. Or was I'm sure he, it's, from what I understand about ghostwriters, like, he got the check and he went, 
this is the summary you gave me. I'm putting it on the back cover and I am making some of the worst shit so none of your stuff can get published again. Oh, no, I think I think maybe my theory is, and I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, he read the other books and was like, okay, I got to have to try to lower my abilities in order to make this fit with the other terrible books. And then he just hit a home run. <laughs> hit it out of the ballpark with terrible. There was a, a thing in movies around this time where it seemed like the the more awful you made the the subject matter of the movie the more gritty and more like almost appreciated it made the movie and i wonder if this guy didn't have that same like if i put these terrible things in this book you know because we're patterned after animorphs and animorphs you know has some rough stuff in it if i were to throw this stuff in here people will you know what i'm saying it'll be gritty it'll be whatever and i'm i i just, uh, it's just bad there's you no red animorphs too right like yes that whole car scene oh yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely animorphs mm-hmm. two or <laughs> also animorphs two number two <laughs> sorry that soon was to be soon to be released I as a graphic recently, novel recently, yes <laughs> recently rewatched die hard so i was like did that happen in two as well and so it was actually me needing clarification <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> i can't actually watch a ton of die hard two because of my job but that's okay i want to talk about this letter at the end oh, oh please oh man please. i don't i am oh, not going to read I, it I, into I, the record thank you okay but opening paragraph is absolutely emotional manipulation and self-victimization. Yes. Second paragraph is just lies. It's lies and denial. Third paragraph, more emotional manipulation. And then, mm, I mean, she straight up tells her, oh, just forget everything I've ever said to you over the years. Because I don't mean it. And the last paragraph starts with pray for me. It's every bit of manipulative bullshit that you say and do if you're not going to make any change and you fucking know it. But you've got Mm -hmm. to perform this for your kid's best best friend's parents to make sure they do not call Child Protective Services on you, which is what they should do. Yeah. Yeah. And how we... uh... How are we getting away with just like now Molly or now Jill lives with Molly and her parents and nobody needs to file any paperwork. This is fine. Where is Jill's dad? Uh, I think it said he left them. Like I just know divorce, but is he just not in the picture? We don't, we don't really explain a lot in any of this book. So yeah, it just says divorced and that's it. Beheaded. Has know. enough autonomy not to have Jill's mother in his life anymore? Yeah, but clearly doesn't care for this kid. Been there. Yeah. I'm just going to mail this to my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get getting on better help and just sending fucking screenshots. Like, yeah, you see this? This is why. This is why I am the way I am. Yeah, are you, you remember- Are you happy now? You got me to talk. I'm talking about this. You remember the barriers we've started to talk about? Like, here you go. I really, really hoped at some point in life that I would pull a Matilda and get some magic powers because of this. And I'm really concerned it would have been like this. 
I mean, Matilda was definitely goals, I think, for all of us. I mean, fair. Also, I'm... That was my goal. (laughs) Fucking Trunchbull's cake. I needed it. (laughs) I'm just glad that Mara Wilson is a super cool human. That she is. Blocks her cousins on Twitter. Also, you know who's apparently a cool human? William Daniels, who played Mr. Feeney. Yes. He occasionally tweets out links to, to children's books about gender identity and cool shit like that. How to if be anti-racist. Been cool, then I think that my entire life would just be a crumble thing. I think I think I couldn't. I think I couldn't. I think I just That's couldn't. That's true. The number of life He's lessons. The one person. Yeah. Yeah. So the difference in generations. You know him as the voice of kids. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sitting here like, who's Mr. Feeney? Yeah, I don't know. Feeney? Uh, yeah, he's he's the voice of Kid in okay. Knight Rider. That's but where you, we know him oh, from. Okay, yeah, you have kids. Yeah, Boy Meets World is still one of the most relatable. If you want your kids to learn life lessons, such as like being a good human, Boy so Meets is, World it's excellent. Also, so, what to so do is, if a magical cat eats a ball of time magic and travels into your show and drops you like, back into a very sad World War episode. Or, you know, your best friend joined a cult. What are you going to do? You know what else is... Really oh, hang on. I need to go watch something. <laughs> <laughs> There's two episodes on that. Join, you know not started. You know what oh. else is still really relatable? Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap. <laughs> Quantum Leap is still... I was going to say Knight Rider, but I like Quantum Leap, too. <laughs> I, being a Benjamin Button, know William Daniels primarily as John Adams in the Broadway musical 1776. Yep. Yes. Which I watch every year on July Fourth. Nice, good, good choice. There are very few roles that I ever like would willingly take on stage, but you bet your ass I would do Ben Franklin if given the chance. <laughs> You'd be a good Benny. Thank you. Yeah, I feel like Mr. Feeney would have reported her parents. Mr. Feeney would have solved a lot of problems throughout this series. This like, is true. Severus Snape almost killing a child last book. Sorry. I thought Megan had enough at that point. No, I dropped a bottle. It actually didn't hit the microphone. It hit the thing the microphone's on. It just vibrated all the way through. So I learned last night around 1 a.m. on TikTok. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, yes. That... That between books five and seven of the children's series that shall not be named, uh, because its writer is a piece of turf shit. No, no, no. We don't know who wrote that. It is now written by Anonymous. Yeah. Well. It's a magical tome. According according to the members of the Snapist religion, which was founded between books five and six. Terrible name. That is a terrible name. Oh, the Snapist. What? Well, colloquially, they go by Snape Wives. No, that's better. Not, absolutely not better. Not no. Because they all consider themselves bonded to the spirit of Severus Snape, who is These not a character book. in a book. Not a character in a book. Huh? No, they're These men. The, Some are men. They're not all women. These are the same people that write to serial killers in prison being like, <laughs> can I marry you? Probably. Um, they believe that Severus Snape is a real godlike entity, or as they say, God. They also only refer to him as master. They don't refer to him by name. Um, and they believe that he chose a certain unnamed piece of shit 
as his prophet and she misinterpreted the prophecy as being about harry potter so actually those books are considered uh sacrilege to snapism but essentially they believe that some of them can channel the master and uh uh evoke snape throughout their life for guidance and those who can't are kind of weak-willed um there are apparently entire published research papers in the academic journal religion about snapism oh my god okay you know how we often have those moments where i can't tell if you're fucking with me or not tim (laughs) you too I'm just going to tell you that I'm experiencing this right now. Tim? Yeah. I wish. I wish, man. <laughs> so much I wish. I really thought that you were like talking about speculation on characters in the book. I like, know. I can, yeah. Like fan fiction. Like it's fan fiction. No, <laughs> like, I kept no. waiting for Somebody the bit made to it up hit. for fan it, fiction. No. Um, but these are real human people. Yeah. I... Oh. So do they, is their stance that they hate the books? Many of them find the books to be sacrilegious to their beliefs, yes. They found a character that they liked in these books and then they hate the books because it's clearly not true to the character. I'm guessing. That is is wild. wild. I'm guessing that in the overlap in the Venn diagram between Snapists and people who are people who unironically posted on incel message boards mm. that overlap is a perfect sphere mm. I not would, just a I circle imagine so. it overlaps so much that it gains an extra dimension <laughs> oh, that is crazy so i hate it i hate it and i want everyone to know that i hate it it sucks and i hate it however I do think that we need to take a moment. <laughs> Shut up, Tim. Don't laugh. <laughs> I think that we need to take a moment to uh, appreciate the fact that we are witnessing the birth, like the the new Mormonism, the new <laughs> Seventh Day Adventists, the the new fucking what? <laughs> the, this what? this is Scientology, like. Well, I mean, you know. That ha- oh no, we're all too young for that. Never mind. I was going to say that happened within some of our lifetimes, right? No. Like uh, it, it, um... I have posted the link to the journal article. Oh Jesus Christ! Published in religion. I'm just not gonna click on Snape. that. Yeah, <laughs> Snape. Snape wives and Snapeism, a fiction-based religion within the Harry oh. Potter fandom, by Zoe Alderton. Published in Religions in 2014. Wait, it's that that person just referred to it as a fiction religion. Yes, based on a fiction-based religion. Oh, fiction-based religion. Okay, okay. You can just say religion; it's fine. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Just those views only held by one member of the minds that you. <laughs> no, that's false. No. Okay, <laughs> I was trying to cover bases there. <laughs> I was like, that was a broad shot fired there by Jenna. Right. Covered a lot of ground. <clears throat> also, Melvin. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, should we found Melvinism? No, Melvinism. No. Let's do it. I no. mean, no, let's, let's be honest. Let's no. be honest. Melvin is a Snape wife. <laughs> oh, I think oh, I might yeah, be. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Tim, I need you to finish that. Thought that you no, know. I was going to make a joke I think about. I might be 
I was going to make a joke about being a Melvin wife, and then I thought about how much I didn't want to be a Melvin wife, so I bailed out on it halfway through. not. too late. Your new name is Melvin wife. I'm actually going to veto that one, Chris. Welcome, though. You are now officially a fully-fledged member of the family. You just bullied Tim. A thing that you got onto us the first time you recorded with us. Oh, nice. I blew it. I sent you a pen. My bad. My bad. So good. It is so fun to do, though. I see he's got a taste of it to get the appeal of it yeah. he got a taste of it with his little left-handed compliment at one point a few episodes why gotta be left-handed then... tim tim why gotta be left-handed i didn't make the phrase the phrase is there why do you gotta be so hurtful tim i know i don't know <laughs> so are we done talking about this book okay. i mean we're talking about fictitious religions that built up around harry okay. potter can we can we talk about the next book that we're gonna read and make this the shortest episode ever <laughs> maybe i don't know i'm just really excited to talk about the next book that we're going to read why don't you explain the cover of the next book for us oh i made a i made a storyboard oh my I'm god i'm gonna send to everybody this is news to me yeah he did a homework uh here i'm gonna send it to chris first what are you sending me my storyboard for the cover of humanimore 7 oh my god and I guess I should explain. You should have received the Oh, I did. Oh, okay. I did. <laughs> I'm looking at the Jazzercise Ninjas right now. Yeah, no, let's, Tim, yes. please tell us what's on this cover. <sighs> okay. Well, there's a bad guy, and he's shooting a gun, as you can tell by the pew pew right there. Um, is and he there's a, a fedora. He is. He's wearing okay. a fedora because bad guys Thanks. wear fedoras. Oh, see, I thought it was like a straw hat, like the uh, 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 pirate <laughs> anime guy. Okay. Um, there's a rocket that's taking off that's taking milk to Mars. Um, there's three jazzercise ninjas that are my favorite '90s movie. <laughs> they're jazzercising and ninjaing at the same time. There's a not story related morph of my main character turning into. Can I into... just say I love the Amish one in the middle? <laughs> it's the best. Uh, well, that was supposed to be Abe Lincoln, but now he's Amish because I like that better. Amish uh, Abe. That was his and nickname. Then he turns into uh, not Poseidon, but the other god of the sea, whichever one that was. I Neptune. don't know. It doesn't. Yeah, Neptune. It doesn't matter. And then there's a cyborg duck, just because I thought about drawing a cyborg duck. And the I title. Mean, cyborg the title, duck is perfect. <laughs> the the title of the story is No Time for Love. Time is spelled T H Y M E. So does anything on this cover actually have to do with the story? Not a damn thing, because okay. none of the other books did. Yeah, he's keeping in line yeah. with the other covers. I just wanted to make sure, like, if we're going to be getting milk to Mars, like, <laughs> fuck does Mars need milk? Is because really Mars fun? is out of moms. <laughs> I mean, that's valid. They, they would be old by now. Yeah. Um, see, Tim here, though, Meg, you ask a canny question, because Tim has fainted the rest of us or at least me with not story related morphs implying <laughs> the other things on the cover I, are in fact story related why i had to yeah, ask like well done meg i feel like i have to draw this i feel like i have to illustrate this cover god i was so hoping I, he was going like to say that i feel so like you're hoping. too good to do this oh it won't be good 
<laughs> intentionally. Don't be on par with my little Tobias. Uh, I mean, uh, that's that little Tobias good. is so light years better than anything that I could ever create, though. I was going to say, our baseline is my shitty Andalites. <laughs> that Tobias is so much better. Um, so uh, the next book that we're going to read is People Morphs Number One. Is that what we're going with? People Morphs? People Morphs number one. Let's call it People Morphs number seven. People Morphs number seven. Okay, I like that better. People Morphs number seven, which will be written by myself. And it should hopefully be that book that Chris has been describing that he hoped this one would be. I'm going to ask this in the nicest way possible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Is this book supposed to be good? Well, good is such a relative question. You could literally take two pieces of paper, yeah, and just drop a deuce, right? In a squish it shut. And and I actually think that's how they wrote this. It would still be head and shoulders above the. That's what I was saying. Like, good is such a subjective term, but am I aiming for better than what we've read? I mean, like, I guess yeah. the question is, are you parrot parroting what we've read? I would or... say so. I would say so. Okay. I would say so. I'd say that's or a fair assessment. Are you trying to make what these should have been? No, 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 no. No, no, no. <laughs> these I mean, I realize been, my these own. should have been trees that were never pulped <laughs> yeah. to be paper. Oh, what these should yes. have been has already been written, and we've already read a bunch of them. But, like, I, I don't. Do you... I don't think I'm actually talented enough to put down what these should have been. But I can make a fun in-stone for them, I think. The best thing that you can do with these books is recycle them. This is true. Do you have a back cover summary for us? No. (laughs) However, I have promised the summary for when we read it. Cool. Um, I I am not far enough along in my writing process that I could give you a full summary. Is it going to be 120 pages? Uh, well, we, we came up with a sort of a, a, a guesstimated word count that I'm supposed to get somewhere around, but I don't think anybody's really holding my feet to the fire on that one. So um, the, the idea is to shoot for somewhere close to the length of these books. But if I, you know, my story is my story and it'll be as long as it needs to be. Tim will not allow any constraints upon his art. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to give us any hints as to who it's, the dedication is going to be to? Oh, I've already written the dedication was the absolute first thing I read before hey, Tim, I started the book. Can I can I take a guess? Can I take yes. a guess? Yes. Is it to Scott Bakula? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to go back and add a little bit to my <laughs> <laughs> But no, yeah. Uh yeah, I hope it I, if nothing else, I just want it to be fun. And and because we need fun after these. I don't want to derail this too much, but did you guys did anybody actually look at the dedications in this book that we just I read. did oh no yeah. I don't think I did actually it's, now that you... it's a kind of a doozy to it's... BK and DM friends now I think there are two ways to read this <laughs> one is the implication that MD Spencer or the ghostwriter one uh considers BK and DM his friends I think the more likely read is that it is dedicated to BK and DM acquaintances and to the cast of friends which is appropriately terrible and i think bk stands for burger king and direct message <laughs> it was i was gonna go with del monte right. i actually i actually believe bk's name is in the book 
I could not find DM, but one of Jill's schoolmates was named Bob Knotts. K-N-O-T-T-S. I think is the ghostwriter. Yeah. So he, yeah, that was the name. Was the ghostwriter? Mm-hmm. So he no. thanked himself. He dedicated the book to himself. No, oh, I yeah. think M.D. Spencer still wrote the because he did Bob <laughs> and Jiller. I think he wrote the dedication still. Which is which is fair because like yeah. all the Wait, Animorphs he dedications. A book that he didn't write. Yeah. The oh, Animorphs that. books dedicate to those ghostwriters. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That does happen. They're usually write- listed as with thanks to blank for preparing the manuscript or something. The next like time that. that you write something, Chris, I want to do the dedication page. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a smart decision. Yeah. Why is this one why is this one volume of <laughs> Secrets of Camp Whatever dedicated to Empty Spencer and Gandhi? God dang it. I might do that. <laughs> okay, you know what? And the third Animorphs book is going to be dedicated to BK and DM friends. And you guys are going to be the only ones who knows yes. what that means. God. Oh my God. Wait. It's the best. Wait, 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 wait. Can you wait, make wait, wait. one of the bad guys named Bob Knotts just to like. Oh, oh that's my. so good. I just might. You know, I was thinking. So good. Because people have said, I have to try to put human Animorphs uh, in, in the books. Yes. And I was thinking, there might be a way. In the uh, in the third book, because there's that big scene in the mall at the end. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of stores. There's a lot of storefronts. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I could probably yeah. get a oh, lot good. of references in there. Oh my god! Oh. Is DM just MD backwards? Did MD Spencer list himself backwards to make up a second friend? It's an alternate universe version of him. <laughs> okay, that he so maybe to. because I can't imagine after writing these books that he had many left. <laughs> He, got he has a podcast, guys. Does he? Yes. Okay, but so does Ben Shapiro. I mean, you. <laughs> yes, but don't invoke the name of that. I can bleep it. I cannot uh, wait for you guys to see the dedication in the second Animorphs book, and that's sincere. Oh no! Oh, you can't say Aww. that. I'm terrified. No, I'm excited. It's going to be wonderful, whatever it <laughs> now, is. Now, it is also very on brand for Chris to say this. And then we look at it, it's like, to Gina, with love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sincere. Sincerely. For my kids. <laughs> okay, so M.D. Spencer's wife is named Rodica. So it's DM is not Rodica. Her name is Ronica? Rodica. R-O-D-I-C-A. Rodica. Soko. Oh man, I am not sober enough for this. Oh, I thought you were about to say it was Sokovian. <laughs> I thought that too. Sokolov. Out of my head. Rodica Sokolov, who is a managing director of an art gallery. And he also has a parrot. DM's probably the parrot. DM is probably the parrot. It's gotta be the parrot. It's all unfortunate. God, I bet that parrot's still alive. DM oh, is short for Demi Muffet. <laughs> Didn't we figure out that parrots live like forever long? Yeah, on one years? of these episodes. Yeah. Yeah, was, yeah, they live like a hundred years or something. Yeah, surprisingly long. Speaking of things, about, like, the the parrot that my mom's friends owned when I was a child that tormented me and tried to like slash my face up. That fucking thing is probably still alive. 
and adult me kind of wants to eat it. <laughs> oh, no, it's probably delicious. I don't give a fuck if it's delicious. I want to assert my dominance over this fucking bird. Okay, so there's someone who goes in and edits his Wikipedia, DS Melvin. <gasps> oh no, Melvin. I had the thought is M Melvin, but that sounded like a like too dumb a thing to say. And yet. And yet, it's too dumb a thing to say is the thing to say for these books. Yeah. I hope he's not listening to this podcast. Oh, I hope he, he is. I don't give a fuck. I don't <laughs> give a fuck. They are pretty bad books, though. I mean, come on. I hope he is, because this book is trash. I try to be positive about most things, even if I'm, like, being an asshole about it. I try I and don't. make it at least funny. You know, this book sucked. No, I've that's been debating bringing back handbook podcasts. Like that's how petty oh. I am. Not for this book, for a different. Book. <laughs> that's just how like, Meg explaining... hated this so much. She did a second podcast. No. <laughs> no. Just explaining how much like I've been feeling petty this week. <sighs> like had a long conversation with uh, the host of another book podcast that reads bad books about if I actually would recommend one of the books that I was looking at that I'm like, but we could do it for handbook. And so, no, I'm all about being a bitch. This book is bad. I fucking love handbook. So (laughs) 3000% let you do, you, you do it, girl. It's a matter of if Elle and I just really want to like get gray hair from yelling too much. So (laughs) the book is, is that a podcast you're talking about? Yes. It's a (laughs) podcast that is like technically on hiatus, but we talk about bad people who write bad books. Yeah. Um, I want the name of that at some point. What is it? Handbook podcast. Handbook. I'm typing. It's short it right for uh, Handbook for Mortals was the first book that we did, and then the second book we did was something about a cocky doctor. I don't remember. A cocktor, if you will. <laughs> oh no, no, oh, yeah. it has oh, to be fuck. cocky because it was all about cocky game. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. These were the two books that I I I bought because Meg was just she fucking hates them. Either of these, <laughs> I, digital copies of both of these. <laughs> but I I bought them because I was like, they can't be that bad. Come <laughs> on. Oh, they're they're so bad. <laughs> I hate that I've given these people my money, and this motherfucker. You didn't Although give, I guess I gave the bookstores yeah. my money. So you didn't give this author the money at least. Yeah. Think of it this way. You paid money to lift a curse from the shelves of a bookstore. I sure did. Mm. And I would give this curse for free. Just think about that if you're listening. Is you this the this new curse. chain letter? For free. <laughs> I'm just going to send it to someone. Oh, you have Manamorphs, but books. it's the ring. Yes. <laughs> Chain Letter by Christopher Pike is one of my favorite books of all time. And we all think of the the captain of the Starship Enterprise. Yeah, do it every time. Is that Chris Hemsworth in? Or no, Hemsworth played Chris Pine's father. Correct. Yeah, uh, no, it was the guy who was one of the dads in one of those '90s TV shows, wasn't it? Oh yeah, Bob Saget. No, not that one. Not that one. Wait, what, what are we talking about? Captain Pike on the J.J. Abrams Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. What was that guy's name? I don't remember. But he's in a bunch he was, of stuff. He's he's like. I think he was in a Lifetime movie. Yeah. And, um. Um. I, I he creeps me out now. Has he been in anything with Carrie Russell? Ooh. 
I've not been on a podcast in like two months that didn't mention Carrie Russell. And I've been on a lot of podcasts. <laughs> well, stop bringing it up, Tim. <laughs> I don't think we should do predictions if you haven't finished the book. To be fair, I gave Tim yeah. part of the prompt, so I know yeah. Yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, you don't, don't want to sway me. Actually, Although I've you know pretty much got Tim? it mapped out in my head. Take off your headphones. Let's okay, I got it. Yeah, okay. I'm good. He says, I'm good, and he still has his headphones on. <laughs> we can see him, to be fair. Yes. Is I that a bottle of hot sauce he keeps That's what I keep of? thinking. Every time he does that, no, I'm like, I is don't he think Like, a hot. little bottle of Cholula. He's had yeah. a day, guys. He's had a day. It's all right. He's <laughs> had a good day. And I'm just trying to spice things up. Come on. If he wants to drink straight hot sauce, then he can just do that. He's an iZombie zombie. Oh, it's time to watch iZombie again. It's yeah. always time to watch iZombie this again. True. This is true. Do we want to actually make predictions or just see how long we can get him to sit there? <laughs> I mean, por qué no los dos? Yeah. <laughs> I want my ice cream man to show up. Okay, so Meg and Chris, what do you two think it's about? Because Jen was there when I gave Tim the pitch. There's no way I'm going to guess it based on that artwork. <laughs> well, no, but... <laughs> oh, come on. Um, God, I have no freaking idea. I mean, I've learned to not even, uh, no time for love. It's gotta be about herbs. It's gotta <laughs> be an herb that lets you change into somebody else. Um, the Outlander sequel is coming out this year. So, you know, I don't know that works. That's what this is. That's entirely what Outlander is actually. It is time travel. And morphine based on the terms of <laughs> the series plus herbs. Wait, is this Outlander fanfic? Is that what we've been reading? No. <laughs> so it's it what Tim is writing. Tim's watched 10 minutes of Outlander. <laughs> I So I occasionally have these conversations with my parents where they're like, I've started watching this TV show and I don't know if I should admit it. And usually that's my mother. And it's something like... <laughs> I've gotten really into Pretty Little Liars when I can't <laughs> No, that's Your cool. All my friends amazing. love it. And yeah. then my father will call. And this is, look, this is totally non-judgmental. People like what people like. I'm just surprised to hear him say things sometimes because it's so against type. And he says to me the other day, yeah, I've gotten really into Outlander. Like, that horny show that the... Okay. Oversexed housewives at the theater talk about? Stop. First of all, Outlander is one of my favorite shows. It has yeah. more. Yes, but the conversation I'm It has political shit. It has real historical events. Okay. I'm not, again, I'm not fair, knocking it. Nudity. I'm not judging it. The conversations I get to hear is about who's doing who. I mean, yes, fine. Okay, but. Meg, we know why you're watching it. I watch it because the idea of a um, mm-hmm. soulmate being 200 years in the past is mm-hmm. like crippling fear. But yes, oh. Sam, what's his name, is very attractive. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Em- Embryana. Mm. Ollie went to high school with uh, the lead woman. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I feel like I need to point out one of my favorite shows is Riverdale. So I'm 100% yeah, not. You oh, yeah, no, there's, I, yeah, there's I, I've, I've documented this well, I think. You just like 
horny teen shows versus horny Scottish shows. It's all good. We got it. It's more I'm shocked to hear my father say he's into horny Scottish shows. That's valid. I don't know, man. It sounds kind of judgmental. My mother Something started watching everybody. Outlander as a joke to make fun of I'm just me. Just kidding, Alex. As you try. Yeah. <laughs> Should we bring him back? If we're yeah. done guessing, like I can, I can give you guys a little bit of a prompt if you want. No, I don't. no I'd okay. rather just be. Yeah, I'd rather be. Can surprised. I say I think Cyborg Duck is a misdirect? I think it's really going to be in the book. I think Cyborg Duck will show up in the book, like post credit scene. Tim will give this book okay. a post credit oh. scene with Cyborg Duck. Because <laughs> of course, all right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You'll have to let us know how we did. Okay. Chris has now witnessed that this is not a goof when we tell. Tim to take off his headphones because there is an established signal for putting them back on. <laughs> this is true. Tim, they said terrible things. <laughs> what are you drinking? That is the question we are having. Are you are you talking to me? Yeah. Oh, I think you're the, drinking straight hot sauce. The Rancho La Gloria Margarita. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. I've been sitting here wondering, is that like a bottle of Cholula? Because the size and color is exactly right. Wait, hold, hold that up again. Sauce. Because I think it, it might be Cholula, but it's like he he doesn't he want to buy another bottle, so he poured some water <laughs> in it to make it last a no, little No, no, no. Pour tequila in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tequila and hot Wait. sauce sounds like something that Jenna has definitely drunk in her life. I, I don't know how, but I haven't. Before this night is over, I will. <laughs> Tim's Jen's body language just now was such that I was not sure she was not going to dart from her chair. He took everything in me to not get up. That's horrifying. In that it cannot moment. taste good. It cannot possibly taste good. What's wrong with you? Sure it's hot sauce is delicious. Hot sauce and vodka forever going to be known. Tequila. Or tequila. Come on, I'm glassy. Forever right. going to be known as a the Jenna. Ugh. You just got a drink named after you. The bloody Jenna. The oh. Oh, you, you got a Bloody pops, Mary, a Bloody Maria, popsicle. Bloody Jenna. Is there a Bloody Maria? Yeah. Yeah. What's a Bloody Maria? With your Ronald McDonald face. and then you're <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You know what? I quit podcasting forever. <laughs> <laughs> Chris has gone power mad. He's moved on to bullying Jim. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. Whatever. In real be... life, I'm very nice. I'm just, I'm very aggressive <laughs> behind the microphone and nobody can see me. I'm going to be Chris's hype man when he starts bullying everybody. I'm just going to be like, yeah. Yeah. Wait, until we... he turns on you? Yeah, until he turns on me again. <laughs> I will turn Shut on you. Him. I will. I will 100% turn on you. Guys, are we bad influences? <laughs> yes. Alex, yes. I don't feel like that's news. <laughs> no. So Come on. I am the, shocked to learn that there's drinking in this establishment. The <laughs> the package says that these things are 13.9% alcohol, but the bottle was sitting just as such that I thought it said 3.9% alcohol. And I was like, well, that's nothing. Just You're like, I can have 17 these. of these. Yeah. <laughs> eighth one. <laughs> I've seen him upend like three of them while we've been talking. <laughs> Anything else we want to address this episode? I have animal trivia. Ah, thank God. Speaking Ow. of Bloody Marys and Bloody Gins and blood-sucking 
creatures that write shitty children's books. Ouch. Yeah. Scientists. If this ends up being tick trivia, I will be kicking you off. There oh. are no ticks. Okay. Oh. There are mosquitoes. Mosquitoes. Oh. Mosquitoes are fine. Cool. Scientists are releasing a billion mosquitoes into the Florida Keys. Uh, these particular mosquitoes, which will be released on Cujo Key, Ramrod Key, and Vaca Key, will take about a week to hatch, uh, and they'll be released in waves, uh, 12,000 at a time for 12 weeks. These are genetically modified mosquitoes, because in these areas, mosquito-borne illness has been rampant, uh, specifically dengue, zika, and yellow fever. So the Florida Keys Mosquito Control District has allowed the private British biotech firm Oxitec to release genetically modified mosquitoes that will mate with the existing mosquito population. And because it is primarily female mosquitoes that drink blood and therefore spread disease, uh, the female embryos produced by this species meeting with mating with other species will result in unviable eggs. Nice. So essentially they're removing the vector uh, for spreading mosquito-borne illness. No, because see, I've read this book. It is the third <laughs> part of Mira Grant slash Shauna McGuire's. Actually, I don't even think it's the third part. I think it's book one. This is how you create zombies. <laughs> so that you say the political party change. And like, not even joking, Florida. Like, this is entirely a plot point. How would was, we know the difference? Was that the for the, zombies when they stop fucking eating each other? I versus Florida people. I mean, they don't all eat each other. Was that the one you just sent me, Meg? Was that what that was in reference to? Where where she was messaging the CDC? Yes, that would be what uh, that was the CD stuff. Yes. Oh, that's scary then. Yes. And for the people who are just listening to this, um, every time Alex listed one of the names of the keys, Jenna's eyes about popped out of her head every time. It was, <laughs> yep, they got bigger every single time you listed <laughs> the names. And that was pretty funny to me. And you guys didn't get to enjoy it at all. So <laughs> Oxitec okay. claims this method is, and in the article, this is in quotation marks, safe and <laughs> environmentally friendly they boast a successful track record and field tests in the cayman islands panama malaysia and brazil it also notes the project was approved by the epa and florida's department of agriculture and consumer services and they definitely don't want any angry letters about it it's all those other approving people's fault dude oxitec sounds like a subsidiary of the umbrella corporation it does it? it really really does this is does feel like this is good intentions but it is gonna lead to zombies like i'm not even kidding like if you read this zombie series post 2020 pandemic there's a lot of things that when i read it pre-2020 pandemic i was like hmm, that's ridiculous that now i'm like oh huh on the bright side they've given this species of mosquito a very friendly name that doesn't at all sound ominous this is mosquito species OX5034. This is how we get Skynet. Yeah. Literally. Literal Skynet. 
So thanks, Alex, for telling us about the apocalypse. Yeah, I'm horrified. Man, Thank you. That was I had be- so I'm, much anxiety from this book, and that really helped. Genuinely happy I moved from New York down south. Down closer to Florida. Yeah. I need It'll be fine. Down no, closer to no, patient I've zero. read these books. No, <laughs> it's not. The only people warning against the study is let me check the article. Yale I, University. Yeah. Oh, uh, um, <laughs> no. They huh. warned that it could, and I quote, backfire. Oh, no. But in what way? Do they indicate what way? Well, it's not clear that if 3 to 4% of the bugs do survive into adulthood, as statistically seems probable, whether they're infertile or not, which means they could be mating with the disease-spreading mosquitoes and create hybrid babies that could actually be more resistant to insecticides. Mecha mosquitoes? Oh, oh, my gosh. Okay, well, good job, guys. I'm never going to Florida again. <laughs> mosquitoes. Any of those keys. <laughs> There's something so passive aggressive going on right now, and I don't know what it is. I think everybody is mad at me for reading this article. <laughs> I think that I don't think it's passive aggressive. No, about the keys thing. I don't oh. understand what you did. Yeah, wrong I don't think Jenna likes me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think is going on. Or it's speak. Or it's because it's I called it Cujo Key. And she's now picturing an island full of rabid dogs. Yes. That's exactly what I did. <laughs> That's yes. It's probably Cujo Key the way it's spelled, but my brain was I already think it at is. Cujo. Nope. Yeah. It's Cujo Key from now on. You also said Zika instead of Zika, and I love it. Okay. I thought that I honestly thought man. I've I'm not sure I've ever heard it said out loud. <laughs> yeah. I think everybody right. should have to visit Florida at least once in their life. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm so they Zima. can appreciate where they do live? Zima. Yes, and I'm not <laughs> saying Zima like virus. to go to Orlando or something. I mean like... No. Like, yeah. I, no. Like, for example, I lived in Sarasota for two years because I went to college down there. And on three separate occasions, uh, the same dude ran out of woods, the woods near a gas station, and just cut off jean shorts. Literally, that's all he was yeah. wearing. And he asked if I had a quarter. He needed a quarter... Because his friend had been in a fire and he needed to buy band-aids. And this happened three <laughs> times over two years. The uh, same dude asked oh. me for a quarter. There's a rational there's a yes. rational explanation for that. Did you give him a quarter? <laughs> I didn't. Because <laughs> I thought there's no way. There's no way. Three that times dude needs he had more a friend than a quarter. Die. Chris. He's been in a fire. He needs way more than a quarter. And a <laughs> so dude you gave in, him in, more like, than that? Cut off jean shorts. We looked like, to like Tobias Funke on Rest of the Mountain. <laughs> we went to like <laughs> Never Orlando knew. or Tampa, and I'd be like, "Man, Florida's kind of nice. I don't know what everybody's Tampa? talking about." Hold but on, no, we... you went to Tampa and you thought that was nice. Yeah, it was Tampa. Was pretty cool. Like I didn't have any problem with it. Damn. But, but then has, we drove. Has Tampa grown up? Wait, here's 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 we the drove question. Back Tampa? Through, we drove back through Gainesville. And I was like, this is the Florida that all the stories come from. Hey, Tim, while you were in Tampa, did you go anywhere that wasn't a golf course? Uh, Yeah, we went to a Yankees spring training game. Okay. And then to golf courses. Well, okay, you went to sports places. Yeah, Yeah. the sports places are nice. Go anywhere else in Tampa, please. (laughs) I I want to circle back to uh, Shortsman. I think there's a reasonable explanation for this. Oh, I'd love to hear it. Escaped animatronic who got away from the Imagineers. (laughs) And lives in the woods, but because he's an animatronic, he exists on the same cycle every day. You you just ran into a real life Westworld. 
I may have. I mean, it was weird. weird. It was a weird thing. Whatever. That guy just had his script. He had the working script. You were the one that didn't get recorded. Everybody else did. I don't He's know, like, man. Whatever. I'm making quarters every day. I had I had my car stolen while I was down in Florida living there. Oh, yeah. yeah well, I mean, that sounds yeah. I had to right. rollerblade to work at Target for like <laughs> three months. Can, can I tell you guys a lost story of my childhood? Please. So we were in Florida on vacation one weekend and uh, my sister was 21 at the time. I was 10. Uh, we were at a store like getting souvenirs and stuff while everybody else was out fishing. Um, I wanted to be fishing, but I'm a girl, so I couldn't go. But my mom did. Um, so we're at a store getting whatever the hell we wanted. <laughs> and this guy comes up to us as we're getting back in the car and starts asking my sister for money, which, you know, normally would be like, okay, sure. Here, have whatever cash we just came out of the store with. But this guy started reaching in the window and grabbed the 10 year old girl's purse. He grabbed my purse from where I was sitting and my sister floored it and backed up and backed into another vehicle. Um, we were in a rental. <laughs> So instead of it was in my parents' name, instead of telling my the, parents, did they take out the insurance on that rental. I no, of course not. Are you kidding? No, <laughs> my parents. No, absolutely not. So instead of telling my parents what we did, we went and found a body shop and bought a new bumper, um, and changed the bumper on this vehicle. Stop. In the hotel parking lot, and got rid of the evidence. <laughs> got rid of the old bumper. That could not have been cheap. No, it wasn't. It was not. Um, and we, we went back to the hotel and went into our room and I was like, I don't know. I need something. I need I need the tequila or the Jose Cuervo or something. And my sister was laughing. So she's like, here, just drink it. I don't even care. Just this. please, God, <laughs> you have to chill out. But yeah, the tequila or the Jose Cuervo or something. I was just like. All that what you just said, all of that sounds exactly like the Florida that I know. Yeah, yeah pretty much. That's <laughs> the kids, yeah. the ten-year-olds drinking tequila, the, <laughs> yeah. the crazy, yeah, all of that. Had a real damn Florida experience. <laughs> that is the most Zach Boris shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> As opposed to telling them you were in a wreck, you just went and bought a new bumper. Fuck yeah, you don't know my mom. <laughs> uh, both of these statements are true, though. That is a literal episode of Saved by the Bell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Except I think they rebuild the whole car, but that's TV. I think it was Belding's car, too. I think, it I, think was. I remember this. Yeah. Because AC Slater, they all went to a party and Slater got drunk and crashed the car. He was supposed to be like doing mm -hmm. some minor work on it for shop class. Yeah. Yep. It was a very special episode. <laughs> You guys make me feel so old. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. You and Tim are close to the same age, though. Yeah, we're pretty close. I know. You old bastards. That's why we both appreciate Quantum Leap. Yeah. What? I don't. Hey, now. I don't. I don't appreciate oh. it. Dude, I do. I love that show. Betrayal. I, do. I know. I still do. <laughs> I watch that stuff whenever it's on TV. <laughs> Do you think he knows his name is Scott Dickbone? <laughs> I'm sorry. Dickbones. It's plural. Yeah. 
I'm sure he does by this point. Is that true? I didn't know that. Yeah, the, the yeah. scientific name for a, a, a penis bone, which is a real thing in some animals, there's one on my desk, is a baculum. You're what? welcome. There's yeah. one on your desk. Thank you. Wait, hold yeah. on. Yeah, where, where yep. did you get that baculum? Uh, it was ethically sourced from a coyote, and Jen gave it to me for a Christmas present. As she did the rest of us. Yes. We all got baculums. Yeah. See? <laughs> I'm sorry, Tim, the plural is bacula. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Yes. Coyote dick bone. Ethically Horrifying. sourced. Ethically sourced. Horrifying. It was actually <laughs> ethically sourced from Florida. So. <laughs> oh, that questions the ethical part. Come on. <laughs> no, 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 no. I've bought many bones from this person since then. Okay. You want to talk that about still shady... doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, you want to talk about shady anything. ethics. I found a set of dice, like D and D dice made out of walrus baculum there is no way that is like yeah no. No. did you no. buy them god no they're like four thousand dollars yeah oh yeah yeah i wanted the whale penis bone ones but i ain't about to did you though? i mean i don't want that because it's probably bad if memory serves we got little little bottles of alcohol and the yes. penis bones were tied to the ribbons in yeah. a little mm-hmm. like fancy right. way that I got you no, drunk and boned you. Yeah, that no human being would ever have done, but I loved it so much. <laughs> what do you mean no human being? Huh? No, who would have tied a penis bone in a ribbon on a Christmas present? <laughs> you mean other than Jen? Yeah, other than Jen. Other than Jen. I am learning <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Like a lot. <laughs> I feel like you're you haven't listened to that episode because this was like right before recording something too. Like, oh yeah, we did record a live episode. Yeah, we did. We did two. We did a panel. We did a panelology and then a minds at York. Yeah. yeah. Yep. We may not. So have you know, if you stay friends with York. me around Christmas time, you'll probably get a dick bone. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> Please, Richard Bone is my father. <laughs> I, I seriously want that to be true. Oh, it is. It's, it's, it's evidence. There's evidence a, all around you, sir. <laughs> Hold on, let me just write a note here. Bye, Chris. Epic dick bone. <laughs> what have I, I got, done? I got at that. I got a a. It was alcohol, a dick bone, and a Batman who laughs statue, and I was like. Yeah, this is what Christmas is supposed to be. Life is all downhill from here. (laughs) (laughs) What comes after animal trivia? I don't know. I don't know either. Any listener questions? Uh, Not submitted to us through mindsatyork.com. All right. Who's got what to promote then? I have been guesting on... Men of Steel, which is a podcast about Superman, uh, talking about season two of Superman the Animated Series, which is, as far as I'm concerned, the most perfect Superman. I don't think I've ever watched that. I'm going to go watch that and listen now. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Also the usual panelology. You know, that old thing. (laughs) We recently turned five years old. We're in kindergarten now. And it shows. 
You can find me every Monday and Tuesday on Botched, a D&D podcast. Mondays we watch movies, very usually bad ones. Uh, we we watched Buckaroo Banzai and Night of the Living Dead recently. Didn't you recently um, watch a uh, police training video on how to yeah, disarm how to survive? It's How to Survive Edged Weapons from 1988. And that is one of the best things I've ever seen, ever. What about Bonnode Weapons? Uh, no. Oh, that was a good one. You too, Alex? Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, hold on. How, how would you qualify Night of the Living Dead as a bad movie? It's not. No, okay, sometimes they're good. Like, sometimes there's a real, real fucking bop in there. Have you guys seen Velocipastor? Yes. And it is amazing. I have not. Oh, I have it's not. so oh, good. Crime, I think. I think and it's, it it's worth every moment I of actually your time. bought it. I loved it so much. I yes. I am, it yes. is amazing. It is. I'm going to suggest it. Uh, you absolutely it should do it. Yes, absolutely. Because it is glorious. I feel like I watched something else recently that was similar to it. Now I can't think of what it is. Yeah, I was sitting here thinking, I feel like you told me about something or put it in chat somewhere. Yeah. Oh, it was about the dinosaur detective. That's right. I need this based on a book series. Oh. But I haven't Google found the dinosaur detective. Show. Okay, thanks. Notes. <laughs> Can't remember if it was a movie or a TV show, though, that was related to it. All right. We'd like to thank Red Spinks for our show art. You can check out more of his work by supporting his Patreon or visiting Chaos Does Art on Instagram. If you're interested in getting some cool art, email red at c.spinks.animator at gmail.com. Peep our social meets. We're at Minds at Yerk on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to send us questions, comments, or love letters, you can email us at mindsatyerk at gmail.com. Our website is Minds at Yerk. If you like us and want to help us out, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We are available on your podcatcher of choice. Let us know if you can't find us. Now is the time when I tell somebody to stop me. Somebody say when. When. I don't know who this mug with me is, the boss mumbled. All right. I've been Megan. My name was Alex. I was Tim. I was Chris. And I've been Jenna. And until then, we fight.